The following podcast contains real reviews and the ridiculous reactions of two would-be oracles of the internet. The opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Seriously. Hello and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Wow. We started the podcast. That's step one. I feel really accomplished. Step two, telling you what the podcast is about. It's on the internet. It's got comedy in it. It's about the internet. Kind of kind of meta in that sense. Huh. Hmm. Really makes you think. Hence the name. <laughs> Dot com, I think, is, is sort of the, the play there. But a lot of people say our name sounds dated. What do you think about that, Matt? I'm putting you on the spot. You, uh, uh, an interview, mm-hmm. a hot lamp just went on you. I just put the mic in your face. Flashbulbs are flashing. Do you think ReviewParty.com is dated? Uh, no. I think your mom's dated. What? <laughs> Whoa. I think your mom's dated men and or women, <laughs> depending on her preferences. Uh, we look at internet reviews from places like Amazon, Google, reviews, uh, Target.com, Kohl's.com. Mm-hmm. You know the places, RateYourMusic.com, sometimes that place is yeah. kind of spicy. Wow. Uh, do you have a review to, to cook us up here, Matt? I got a little triplet served to us from a uh, friend of the show, listener Jacob Kihas, the, the Kihas. <laughs> uh, he, he sent in a Google review for his place of employment, uh, as I'm allegedly led to believe. This is Aqua Bounty Technologies. I don't know. When I Googled it first, it seemed to be just a ethereal place but this google review is is cited in boston mass so aqua bounty technologies uh i'm just gonna read down the list here here's a review from steven briesmeister steven writes if you want to raise genetically modified fish i highly recommend to eat it yourselves and keep off the market because it's poison one star (laughs) Okay, okay. I still don't know what this place is. I, I'm thinking that they make uh, weapons for underwater bounty hunters, <laughs> sort of where I'm at. This guy thinks that they're making uh, oozes, various oozes and slimes to sort of Ninja Turtles fish into bigger, more edible things. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> I didn't believe it. I could go back and see... No, no. Let's let the let the half mystery continue. What, All right. What's this All next right. one? We'll jump to Rob Speed's review. Rob writes: They're working to reduce humans' impact on the environment. Unfortunately, there are always people who think any new technology is evil. Five stars. <laughs> Seems like a rebuttal to to the first review. Yeah, the direct counter. Well, well, you know what? Uh, here's my five star reviews. It's the same like. You're arguing about politics and you just say like, yeah, well, my vote cancels <laughs> yours out, idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Michael Champigny, uh, his review is going to cancel both of them out. <laughs> and I'm going to read it the way I think he would want it pronounced. Michael just writes, Salmon, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that is... Uh, truly, I don't want to say godlike logic. That, I, that that's sort of a too manly of a connotation. I, you know, too extreme sports. Mm. 
that was godlike, bro. That's not what I mean. Uh, 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 ethereal, you know, just a okay, yeah, <laughs> an otherworldly voice came in. Salmon. <laughs> I, I felt like I, he spelled it salmon the the regular yeah, way, yeah. but no, no, people spell it that way, and they be saying salmon. So I felt like he wanted it said salmon. It's 2024. We've been pronouncing words funny for comedy for years, folks. Catch up. Salmon ketchup. No. No, that would be nasty. <laughs> okay, so if you were to uh, Ninja Turtle ooze a fish, uh, undersea creature, I guess I should puffer say. Fish. I don't want to limit. Uh, possibly a fish. Um, yeah, puffer fish is your, your choice? That's a, it's a high up there on my totem pole of I want this to be a, a more of a freak of nature than it already right, is. Right, right. A puffer fish with some 90s street ninja armor and uh, yeah. 2x4 technology weaponry is pretty cool. Some torn jeans as well. Yes, that's really key to your mutant <laughs> looking <laughs> like a bad dude. There's some torn jeans. That's it's, uh, Digimon really cornered mm. that you know if you're if you're a little uh monster is sort of humanoid it's got to have some torn jeans some spikes i guess i would do lobster i Ooh. just think lobsters are kind of cool and strong scary. choice yeah they got one big claw one little claw i'm kind of into that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah now you're gonna get my mean claw yep I feel like, you know, the tail, how it sort of goes down, you, that could sort of become a, a cloak or a cape stylistically. Ooh. A lot of oh. cool options going on wow. there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what pufferfish would do, but. I just picture the pufferfish as sort of a, a literally like, you know, uh, a Mr. Universe body with like a pufferfish head. Yeah. That sort yeah, of. that's. <laughs> Big old puffy face. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when his face puff up, his, his muscles also puff up, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Or the uh, the sort of like constipated uh, anger concentration face and then the the uh, the the needle shoot off his face like like bullets Ooh. type move. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff going down in Boston. <laughs> A lot of cool. Uh, Boston's got a whole street shark company. They got a whole company for street sharks. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I think there was a lot. Uh, do you have a review? Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have a I feel like pufferfish. Maybe I'm thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean, where there's a pufferfish. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna quickly Google pufferfish street sharks. I know there was a lobster. <laughs> um, but I got I gotta see. Nope, no puffer fish, so we're going to have to draw the puffer fish. This guy, there's a picture of this okay. guy I'm going to send Matt. I'll probably edit this out, but this this might just be for us. <laughs> Is that from Shark Tale? Yeah, this is a shark tale. He's like a dad or something. His name Ooh. is Sykes, allegedly. Very uncanny valley picture of this puffer fish yeah. I just sent Matt. I, I, hate I hate him. <laughs> this review is so crazy, I think I should just start with it. Um... We can go from mutant pufferfish to uh, some smut, some Amazon smut. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, this one, I was looking for something else. And, you know, this is just, it was sort of searched on the side. And I thought I unlocked a crazy world of smut when we found shifters. 
The shifter sector, mm-hmm. I found an entire like a uh, high sci-fi sector. Um, and it led okay. me to mated to cyborg general cybernetic hearts number one of the celestial mates series. Oh, so sort of Starcraft lovers in the stars series, perhaps. Um, Interesting. Let me send this absolutely dog shit cover to Matt <laughs> so he can explain to the audience what uh what kind of what kind of Fabio situation we got on the cover here. Oh my, cyborg daddy. Uh, we got like this young John Cena esque dude, <laughs> this John Cena Dolph Lundgren hybrid, uh, in in this extra cool skin tight space suity Commander Shepard suit, mm-hmm. and everything's just washed in blue light. Uh, and there's I don't know the Excel bar charts flowing in the background <laughs> in, in sexy ways <laughs> and there's there's shiny letters of the of the font usa today best-selling author what R- okay that's a unique usa today best-selling author kit tunstall writing as aurelia sky because oh. that sounds more sci-fi fantastical also i don't want <laughs> my regular readers to know i'm writing this garbage <laughs> I think, I don't know, Kit Tunstall is a pretty cool author name. Yeah. Aurelia Sky is way too much. And it sounds like a, a Star Wars side character, side character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the skin tightness of that Mass Effect armor is really what throws me. Because it doesn't look like his body, but it's so skin tight in a way that plastic stuff you know couldn't be it's very uh that's i think what is weird but don't take mm-hmm. it from me uh take it from another uh dual identity person apparently amazon user sarah womble slash susan ryan oh uh titles their review can a human from the past find love with a cyborg from the future who hates humans they write title of book made it to cyborgs General slash celestial mates romancing the galaxy. Author of the book Aurelia Sky. Date read March twelfth, two thousand seventeen to March fourteenth, two thousand seventeen. Busted this one out. Made it to the cyborg generals. Another installment in the celestial mates series. Aurelia Sky has done an awesome job with her book. Carrie Morgan is at home with her dog Crochane when a cherub named Freyden wrote transports her and her dog Penny four hundred years into the future. Okay. I thought the dog was. Penny 400. That would be such a cool name for a dog. <laughs> he drops her off in what looks like a deserted place, deserted planet, and tells her to wait there, and her fated mate will find her. And to her surprise, um, she is found by a blue-skinned cyborg general who is looking for a weapon to end the war with the humans and the synthetic human that were created by a scientist named Frankel. Only thing is, Frayden didn't give her the whole story, and the most important thing he failed to mention was the war between the cyborgs and the humans. General DVS-84 is meant to be her (laughs) mate, and after being there a while and getting to know Davis and his cyborgs, she calls him Davis, she starts to realize that Frayden may not be crazy after all. She starts to have some hope that she is in the right place, and in the right time to get her H-E-A. What is that? Uh, hearts. Heart, hearts know. everywhere, always. 
And then uh, and then it says no spoilers for stars. Okay. See, hmm. I have to I have to own up. That was my my I'm biased. I look at a cover and I I see blue. I think it's just a cyborg washed in blue light. That's mm. that's I'm not colorblind. <laughs> Obviously, it's a blue skinned cyborg. Right. I should right. I apologize, audience. No, I I have to admit my uh, my ignorance as well. I thought this man <laughs> was just washed in blue light. But no, he he is blue skinned himself. <laughs> He's Twi'lekian, so to speak. No, the the cover does a terrible job of of uh, showing that he's blue skinned. It's the blue background that kind of does that. Yeah, you think you think there was a Excel sheets being done in the background on a, a seven thousand foot screen or something is uh is projecting light, but no, this man has blue skin. I don't if if I was a cyborg. I don't know if I'd opt for the tint option, you know what I mean, in the character mm-hmm. creator. So that's what they do when they make you a cyborg. They just, like, wheel up Fallout 3 with <laughs> some mods in it and then ask you to make a guy. <laughs> no way, you can do the skin tint? Oh, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, I'm thinking blue. Uh, and I don't want to be Davis anymore. Let me backspace the name and put DVS84. See, I thought that was supposed to be some sort of like he's devious. What's going on here? <laughs> devious. See, I think this guy's far from devious. Uh, there is one other review. Let me see if I can find it. Just the one part I thought was kind of funny. Oh, these bastards! <laughs> oh, here it is. So, uh, AAK, uh, let me just read this segment of the review. Carrie is a likable person. She seems to be taking things very well. Considering she is sent to the future and has no idea of what happened between times, Penny was a very good addition to the story. The general, it feels to me, wants a tight ship at his command, but his second-in-command and officer seem to get away with quite a bit. So, sort of a straight-laced fellow, this Davis, but, uh, you know, under his nose is, is deviousness going on, which means me to believe, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe he's down with the deviousness. He's just putting on airs. Ah, he's distracted now that what's her name's here with with a dog. So the thing I don't really picture dogs factoring in too much in future stories. Yeah, you think pets in your mind become obsolete before we we get to space travel. Hey, you know what's real high tech future? A fuzzy puppy. And my mind goes to the MCU, which real sci fi nerds may probably just scoff at me, but that's our modern sci fi. Uh, whether we like it or not, Miss <laughs> Marvel has a. There's cats, a or cat what's thing. her name? There's a cat thing, but oh, those are alien cats with with giant black hole mouths. So that doesn't really count. Because I was gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy has Cosmo, but that's a talking Russian psychic space dog. Hmm. So in the future, your pet has to have powers. You know. Mega Man has Rush. Rush is a damn robot that turns into a flying surfboard. So, what's uh, what's this freaking dog got? It's awful friendly. <laughs> this dog is so friendly. Is it superpower? This dog is wow. This dog is so like amiable, <laughs> just to super superhuman levels. You know, a dog is a really good sci-fi dog. 
What's that dog? Jet Force Gemini dog. <sighs> yes. Jet Force Gemini, for those who don't know, uh, N64, I guess it's sort of like Banjo-Kazooie is a, instead of collecting things and butt-pounding things, you were looking for spaceship parts to get off a planet yes. and shooting things to interact with things instead. Yes. And you start off, Crash landed on this planet. Uh, you, there's four shipmates with unique abilities. You only get, the, you know, you start as one and you have to find the homies. And the game's mm. pretty hard. And the game's pretty clunky. And my little uncoordinated ass put in work to unlock that doggy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I had to be that doggy. I had to see what the doggy was all about. Dog's got a little hover hover feet. His his leg turned into hovers. He's got a gun on his back. What more do you need in a doggy? Then he turns into a tank dog? What? Oh, Come on. Tank dog. <laughs> nothing nothing quite like your dog turning into an actual tank. <laughs> uh, you, you go into a store. Um, excuse me. Is that a service dog? What? 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 <laughs> just blow that person to hell. Uh, I'm not even watching the time. Uh, do you got a review, sir? Yeah, I got an Amazon review for the Essentia Water Bottled 1 liter 12 pack ionized alkaline water 99.9% pure infused with electrolytes 9.5 pH or higher with a clean smooth taste. I don't like that or high. Like, do they do you not know how, yeah, you're not how alkaline these? this is? <laughs> Uh, give or take uh, two or three uh, points here. Could be, could be 9.5. This is a review from Judy A. Judy titles a review. Alkaline water, good for all, but especially for people who suspect that they may have LPR. I don't know what LPR is. Let me do a quick uh, WebMD. Low poop rating. Larin- laryngopharyngeal reflux. So like acid reflux. Because alkaline would, would obviously go against acid reflux. Why don't you just say that, Judy? Come on. We're not all doctors. Judy writes, I ended up drinking about three liters of this water a day. Works out very expensive. A friend huh. lives near Costco, and they have their brand much, much, much cheaper than Essentia. To be honest, it was a bit cheaper than Fresh Direct, unless they are having a sale. Alkaline water is taxed. I think that is wrong, meaning <laughs> not right. It is, in fact, annoying to pay tax on water. If this is an error, I hope that Amazon fixes it. eBay, on the other hand, taxes lots of items in New York State which are not taxable in New York State. Not by Amazon, nor by CVS, but eBay pilfers our money. Ignorance or greed? Sellers on eBay have told me that the tax is put on by eBay and that they have no decision in the matter. Most recently, eBay taxed U.S. postage stamps, current ones, not collector's items. That is for sure illegal. Interesting question whether eBay gives this illegally collected money to the state of New York or whether they drive up profits for shareholders. <laughs> I can find no way on eBay's site to contact anyone about this, by the way. I don't think they sell alkaline water. This is a felony in my humble opinion, and I hope that Amazon double-checks whether alkaline water, which people drink for health reasons, should be taxed. Each state has own laws. Five stars. There's a lot of there's a lot of lecturing lecturing I could there's do. A there's lot a lot of posturing. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of things I could point out that are wrong and ignorant about that review and what that person should do. But instead, 
let's talk about how ineffective the Boston Tea Party would have been if it was the Boston <laughs> Water Party. You are not making much of a statement if you make the Boston <laughs> Harbor slightly more alkaline than it previously was. Yeah, the uh, the redcoats will walk up. They'll see they'll see a bunch of dudes dressed up as a uh, in poor poorly tasted Native American outfits dumping water into the river. Hey, uh, <laughs> what's going on here, mates? Oh, uh. Pouring all this stupid British water in the river, you stupid British person. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, have a good have a good night, gents. And then, you know, no revolution would have happened. <laughs> Fill the water back up uh, when you're done, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, my water? No, that's good stuff. Thank you for your uh, services to the environment. So maybe it really is a predicament here. There's no rebellion that can happen besides <laughs> writing an Amazon review because our state lawmakers reference the crap out of those when making tax laws. Writing an Amazon review that particularly complains about eBay more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That 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 wildness cannot be understated. Uh but also the wildest, you're complaining about being taxed on water that you're buying. Yeah. You're going to be taxed on anything you buy. Right. It's 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 not so much the item that's being taxed, it's the purchase, the transaction that's being taxed, right? Yeah, it's a service. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, it's crazy to just say... That should be, that should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... Why is it that... Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I have a lot of issues with the 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 laws we have to protect and and help corporations in place, but you know I ain't writing Amazon reviews about it. R write mm -hmm. a letter to your lawmaker. Do some damn research for ten minutes to figure out what you should and shouldn't be angry about, and then write a w well informed letter to your lawmaker. Get get a meeting with them. They ain't doing shit these days. No one's talking yeah. to them. They're playing paddleball and stuff. Playing Fortnite. I think that. <laughs> The wildest thing Judy said is, I think that is wrong, comma, meaning not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is like Ooh. some AI speak. <laughs> like, you know, I got to fill two more words here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page here, Judy. We, we got it. Uh, man, it's. Today I learned the meaning of wrong. It took me a while. It's not right. But I'm there. I'm there. It's putting my whole life in a whole new context, this uh, <laughs> learning the meaning of wrong. Uh, I think I need to take a break and yeah, reflect. Yeah, let's pause and reflect. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbuddy.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? 
Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, neighbors, welcome to the second half of the episode. And my voice almost cracked. Welcome to Celebrity Review. Hey, oh, we love we love celebrities. We love celebrities. We love we this one them. in particular. We're we're going back to Goodreads to the reviews section of one Felicia Day. Oh, throwback of throwbacks. Hello, yeah. Miss Felicia. Yeah, somehow I find myself on Goodreads and it's like, you know. Felicia Day reads and writes books and sometimes writes reviews. So let's see what she's been. Uh, these aren't necessarily recent, but the ones I haven't featured before. Uh, if you don't know who Felicia Day is, I guess you're not a cool nerd like we are. Yeah, I guess you're not a cool, weird nerd who sees nerdy ladies and goes, wow, that's a person I need to commit to memory. <laughs> uh yeah, celebrity reviews. You figure out what what that is just on the, the two words. Yeah, that's a that's a you know that's a much better title than reviewparty.com. You kind of know what's going on. There's no pretentious pre-internet joking. <laughs> no, what you get. So here is Felicia's review of "What If: Serious Scientific Answers to Absurd Hypothetical Questions," which sounds like a title that reviewparty.com would have dreamed up. Or been like, saw that on Amazon, been like, there's some good reviews for that book, mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah, this one's, this one's not bad. Felicia writes, amazing book. I love, love, love it. And frankly, there's no better book to read on the toilet. Off the toilet, too, but I learned so much, and the writing is so engaging and entertaining and just marvelous. Of course, in the style of XKCD, this and At- Atlas Obscura would be my go-to book gifts this year. Five stars. There's, there's something to be said about getting the blood flowing on the toilet, you know. I think mm-hmm. a lot of constipation yeah. is caused by a lack of blood flow. Definitely. <laughs> you need you need the that oxygen going to the right muscles at the right time. And if, you know, you get, you get them going to the brain, you might say that's not the right place. Your brain's not doing any pushing or pulling in that situation. But, you know, it's it's getting getting the body moving, cycling, getting it going. Yeah. So you get uh, getting some brain juice, getting some poo juice. That's that's good for everybody. Uh, I forgot that Goodreads has a comment section on reviews. Someone else says, I read this on the toilet too. <laughs> the size <laughs> of each answer is perfect for that. Such a community of pooping readers. <laughs> Here is Felicia's review of <laughs> uh her review of Dracula versus Hitler by Patrick Sheen Duncan. Do you want to know what this one – I could read like – I mean it's it's in the vein of uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, I, I imagine. I think so. I think so. I'll just read the review then. Uh, Felicia writes, I blurbed this book and wanted to share the blurb I wrote with everyone. Quote, a thrilling action adventure with brilliant literary homages to Bram Stoker's original. You never wanted to root for Dracula more. End quote. This is a fantastic historical novel that a friend wrote, and thank goodness is getting out to an audience. It's a thrilling romp. Some of the action scenes leave you breathless. There's also a great female character who is easy to root for, and it's written very much in the style of the original. Incredibly well-researched, the book is faithful and deep and fun through and through. A perfect Halloween read. Five stars again. That's high praise. I, I didn't like the lack of poop tips, 
but uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we get by. Yeah, I maybe this this reflects poorly against me. I haven't read Dracula myself, uh, nor ever read Hitler for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I thought I thought the old Kampf was a uh, regular reading <laughs> for American high school I, these I was, days. The point I was just going to make is because I have read Frankenstein, and people I think far too often associate Frankenstein's monster as being an enemy. Or being a, the a, an actual monster when he's very sympathetic, uh, and I don't know. I, I assume Dracula in in Stoker's original Dracula isn't supposed to be a sympathetic no. character, so it would feel interesting to root for him. Right. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Dracula's eating eating ladies, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And so not I guess in the, it'd be cool not to... the good way either. We're talking okay. cannibalism, baby. Talking, hung, 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 hung. Talk, talking spider's web. What's up? Eight legs. Give a little munch, munch. Mm. Turn to a bat. Do some evil stuff. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie's chilling, right? Yeah, yeah. He's tra- he's reading. He's learning to speak English or whatever. Yeah, and the, and the gentle giant thing is definitely stems from him, even if there's been misconstrued. But yeah, there's no gentle bat stereotype, is there? Because he'd be sucking. <laughs> right. There's very little gentle Hitler outside of Mel Brooks' uh, <laughs> musical adaptations. Yeah, the uh, any gentleness that Hitler is depicted with is definitely uh, sort of a, a, a weakness. A weakness, right, a, right. a self-gentleness. Played for satiric effect. Yeah, sort of how a southern lady would would call a young man gentle. Oh, he's got that gentle way about him. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, here's Felicia's review of The Dirty Streets of Heaven. Um, it's it's the first in a series that is that I guess is known by the protagonist's name, which I will reserve for when it's revealed in the review. Uh it was written by Tad Williams. Felicia writes, So I own all of Tad Williams' work in hardback, except for the book about the cats, because I refuse to read books with dogs or cats as protagonists, because every time one of them gets killed and I cry. Ahem. Anyway, having loved more of his fantasy-based stuff, I was hesitant to read this foray into urban fantasy noir starring angels and demons, but oh my god, it is so good, you guys. I couldn't sleep after I finished reading it, because I was so sad about the character's stories ending. Bobby Dollar went from being a protagonist <laughs> I was puzzled about to one I couldn't wait to see kick some butt. There's great mystery here as well, really strong world building, and it sets up nicely for a follow-up without having an annoying cliffhanger. I don't want to spoil anything, but if you're a Jim Butcher fan or a fan of those noir detective novels from the 30s, this is a great blend of the two. What I particularly love about the writing is that every character is memorable. Even bit players come in with amazing personality and strange quirks, so you remember them long after their chapter is over. And I frequently would laugh out loud at some of the lines. There is a wicked sense of humor in this book. Definitely recommend 100% five stars. Uh, there were really two things about this review that I Bobby enjoyed. D. Bobby D. Bobby D, baby. <laughs> Honestly, if I thought of a name like that, <laughs> the novel the novel would be written in a, in a day. Yeah, the novel writes, even the protagonist's name like that, the novel writes itself. <laughs> There's a creative idea that sounds, uh, you know, we can all thank the original inception of, of Bobby Dollars. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm pulling up into Random House, Penguin, Scholastic. Gentlemen, ladies, <laughs> here's my contract. Uh, yeah, you know they got the publishing deal just on the, the name alone. Well, what's the story? Bobby Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the PowerPoint presentation for that pitch meeting is really <laughs> both uh, simple and effective. It's just a picture of Bobby Hill and a dollar sign. <laughs> what if we named a guy Bobby Dollar? That's good. Here's $100,000. Yeah, I think we're done here. All right. <laughs> I've got a few more, but I think I'll end with this one. This is Felicia's review of The Cold Between by Elizabeth Bone Steel. <laughs> Something Whoa. tells me that's, that's not a real name. Um, Felicia writes, I really liked this book. The cover has a dude with a tiny ponytail on it, which I think is just the worst. <laughs> but inside, this is a really <laughs> solid mystery sci-fi romance. I really like the main characters and setting and world. Tiny ponytail aside, recommended. Five stars. She can't get over the comic, comic book guy vibes. Yeah, let me see if I can get a, get a full size. I mean, this. to me, the, the tiny ponytail spectrum... Where, you know, like the the spectrum of wearing a fedora is definitely like Justin Timberlake to fat guy with a with a samurai sword. The uh the tiny ponytail spectrum is definitely like uh Anakin Skywalker mm, yeah, episode it is that, two era. That type of tiny ponytail. I've sent you a picture of it. To to uh comic book guy. Uh I don't know, that is kinda of, it is it is borderline rat tail, I think is the problem here. <laughs> He takes away from the the vague Keanu Reevesness of of that guy's face. Yeah, sort of a uh, Keanu Reeves and um, man, who's Machete? What's his? What's that guy? Oh, name? Danny Trejo. Yeah, a little bit of Danny Trejo sprinkled, <laughs> sprinkled in there. Uh, no, it. Yeah, I think Rat Tail. If if she, it is definitely just a, a sci-fi Rat Tail. And man. Yeah, that and there, there we go. That's why animals have no place in our future sci-fi. <laughs> a dog or a rat tail. It's yeah, distracting. We can't have animals inspiring fashion in the future. <laughs> future fashion and animal-based fashion just clashes. That's why. Uh, what's another animal-based accessory? Uh, ponytail. That ponytail. right there. So you can't even do ponytail, really. So maybe, uh, maybe Felicia's right. The lady, the lady doesn't look like a real person. No, she looks a bit cyborg-esque. It looks a little bit of, like a bone steel there. <laughs> bone steel's crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Felicia. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank you, Felicia. It was nice to oh see you again. Oh my god! Good Before reviews. we do that, sure, yeah, as sure, if sure. we didn't, <laughs> as if we didn't think. Bone Steel was a made-up name. This is what Miss Bone Steel, what her author headshot looks like. Let me see this. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> not, I'm not. I don't want to be disparaging, but she looks like a substitute teacher more than. Yeah, she, you you knew this girl in high school. She was nice, but she kept to herself, and she drew a lot of horses, wrote a lot of fan fiction. <laughs> Do you have a review? <laughs> yeah, I have a review. Um, from Amazon, I have a review for the Kelamaya Upgrade Broom and Dustpan Set Self-Cleaning with Dustpan Teeth. 
indoor and outdoor sweeping, ideal for dog, cat, pets, home use, up, broom, and dustpan, gray and orange. I don't need to tell you what that is. Uh, Pat yeah. writes a review. They title it, The Description and Claimed MSRP Are Gimmicks. Huh. They write, first impressions, one, it is not extendable. This claim is a gimmick. It is simply two three-piece poles. They claim it is extendable and adjustable to suit your height. I am 5'6", and fully assembled, it is okay, but a little short for me. The only adjustment is to move the middle piece pole to make it two feet tall. Not good. I am quite short. I feel I needed this to be taller. Two, it is not sturdy. The pole sections are flimsy, very thin metal, and definitely not something that will stand withstand a lot of usage. Three, they claimed that the list price is $49.95 on sale for $29.95. I would put the fair price point at $19.95, perhaps even $24.95, but this list price is a gimmick. <laughs> it doesn't stand well on its own. This was number four, sorry. But I don't call this negative, since I'd rather have taller poles for ergonomics, so I'd rather supply poles tall enough for a 5'5 man and drop the claim of it standing on its own 5. It's not really designed for a holding bag. It does have clips, but either the bag or dustpan squeegee becomes moot. It doesn't fit the grocery store bags that became outlawed this month in Pennsylvania, and it doesn't come with or have any bag options, so two gimmicks. The advertising stretches of the truth. On the plus side, the dustpan and the rake head seem good enough on first impression. There's a rubber squeegee on the dustpan head. I would rather this not be there because, after all, this is for picking up dog droppings in our yard. It serves no purpose. And making it clean by garden hose problematic because of the interface grip between the squeegee, rubber, and the squeegee metal, as well as the squeegee metal frame and dustpan. And I like that it closes to create a seal so it, when it is propped up up against the trees and it rains, the droppings won't turn to pudding. Oh. All of that said, I still have a three stars on first impression because I wanted the advertising on gimmicks on Amazon and it's the best relative to anything else. 2.5 stars may be more appropriate, but I will revisit it once I've had it a while. Uh, they wrote that October 24th, 2023, three stars. Okay, they haven't... They, they're still working with it. <laughs> still mulling over. <laughs> what is going on with this? They just... It's such a love-hate relationship, I feel. Yeah, there were highs and lows there. I <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, when people want something that is, is such a simple product, seemingly such a simple product, and they get it on Amazon, and they're like, just go... To your local hardware store? Uh-huh. Find exactly what you want. Find you, where you can measure it against your body and be like, oh, yeah, this is a, this is a sweeper that is going to work. There's a little rake thing. There's a little scoop. If you're having trouble deciding, you can uh, ask an associate. I'm sure they'd be happy to help you find the perfect broom. My goodness. And I'm sure they'd be happy if you asked politely to get one out of the box for you. So you can, you can if you really need... To feel that flimsiness, that squeegee metal. For what you're looking for, there are all sorts of places you could get this. You tractor supply outlet. You could go to Office Depot's. Probably got something that would fit the bill. Uh, Dollar uh-huh. General. I hate to say, especially if you're in a more rural area, that stuff's gonna be there. If you want a guard, uh, something for picking up poo poo in the garden. Dare I say, a uh, garden center or a pet supply store mm-hmm. would really mm-hmm. hook you up. 
little a little solid stainless like little shovel. I don't. They the got shovel. those uh those like shovel handle uh grabber trapper where you just like push down on it and it seals grabs the poop for you. Uh-huh. And you can kind of carry it and then drop it off somewhere else. It's sort of yeah. an excavator, handheld <laughs> excavator. They want very specialized, specific equipment, and it's out there. And they bought this other thing and are complaining about it, right? I feel like they're also complaining about Pennsylvania <laughs> outlawing single-use bags or something uh-huh. like, like Don't bring that baggage into this review. That's that's unique to your your situation. That's not Amazon's fault that... Or the seller's fault that you live someplace where your product yeah. is suddenly less advantageous. Sorry, the lawmakers you voted for made well, a law you don't like. Well, these sunglasses really aren't useful all the time here in the North Pole where sometimes <laughs> it's just, there's only four hours of sunlight. Really not uh, worth it for me. What a gimmick. The, the misuse of the word gimmick is wild. <laughs> when that was the, the whole theme of the review was gimmick. And they don't know what gimmick means. Hmm. It's crazy. It's a bad gimmick. They think a gimmick is an advertising lie. Yeah, marketing. Right. Or a gimmick is, I don't know, a gimmick's a thing that makes the thing what it is, but it's, you know, doesn't really hold up under scrutiny. Maybe mm-hmm. is, that's what I'd call a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, fair. Like if this, <laughs> if this were some sort of pooper scooper shovel broom. Uh-huh. Uh, and it had like those little uh, pop uh, textural, what do they call them? The, ooh, wow, this is good for my ADD, ADHD. Oh, little the, pop yeah. pop buttons <laughs> on the side of the broom so you can really focus while you're poop scooping. <laughs> ooh, yeah, That's a pretty a little, good idea. It's got a little rolly wheel. You can just work your thumb over again and again so you, you don't freak out while you're poop scooping. That's a gimmick. Pretty soon I'm not going to be able to uh, do daily chores without an Apple Vision Pro on my head, dude. Right, that too. I got to have a a review of a computer up in one window in front of my face. I got to have someone playing uh, uh, Temple Run on another window floating in front of my face. And then I got to be hitting my sensory toys on my broom or else I just won't get these chores done. That just makes me think people really need to do hard drugs. <laughs> We've come full circle. But uh, I was going to say about the plastic bags, people are nuts about plastic bags, dude. I work at a place where they, you know, people often say, oh, I love your plastic bags. The, the other places are so thin now. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, say, yeah, I'm sure that's great for the environment. Our heavy-duty, thick plastic bags we <laughs> hand out. One time a lady asked me if she could take a couple bags. I said, yeah, of course. She purchased a lot of stuff. She, you know, she could take a couple extra. Uh-huh. She grabbed a stack of, I shit you not, 50. Jesus. And I said, ma'am, you can't take that many. And she got, you know, the typical customer argument. <sighs> And it's like, we, you know, we pay for those. Those are uh, free as a courtesy. Most people make you pay these days mm-hmm. or, yeah, just outlaw them. And that's like, we got garbage bags for sale, you know, over there. Yeah, people be wild and Yeah, you want to do a quick one yeah, before we get yeah, out of here? Yeah, I have a review that was sent to me by an ex-girlfriend that shall remain unnamed at her request, not mine. <laughs> you want anonymity? You're going to get it. 
Uh, it's an Amazon review for the Geological Guide to Haleakala National Park, uh, written by Richard Robinson. There's one review of this book. Um, Amazon user Richard Robinson titles his review, Very Complete Guide, and writes, Gives a mile-by-mile -mile description of the geology to Haleakala's summit. Easy to read while driving. Well-priced. Five stars. <laughs> Uh, it was bad enough, man. It was bad enough. <laughs> like we, I think we've talked about recently. Just if you're leaving a review for your thing, just leave the star rating. The written mm -hmm. review is going to look cheesy. And then encouraging, endangering yourself in the yep. name of this book. Yeah, uh, that's badass. Well, I've gone to Richard Robinson's Amazon profile. Looks like he's also left a review for Illustrated Guide to the Eastern and Southern Caribbean Islands, written by Richard C. Robinson. Uh, as well as, I don't know, just like a handful of other island books. <laughs> My guy's out here hustling. Maybe there's big money in island books. Uh, what's he charging for this sucker? I mean, people, people do want to get to, to the island. He's charging 10 bucks for a paperback. <sighs> could uh, could do worse with that inflation these days, I feel. Could do worse. I have it on good authority from an unnamed source <laughs> that he wanted it to be sold in the the park's gift shop. And I was like, just based on everything I knew from him leaving a review of his own book, I had a feeling <laughs> he was a character hanging around. <laughs> so I wrote this book. Uh, yeah, the uh, in-person peddling of... <laughs> things i i'm sure there's some shops and places where that's kosher and cool but like there's there's avenues to communicate these days that you gotta yeah. go through you gotta go the proper channels so to speak rent yourself a table at a at a convention or something a oh, travel convention yep. put some books out there put some candy out there that's the way to do it you know what always makes me really sad is when there's like a uh, an author or like a someone with a graphic novel and they're trying to sell it at a trade show mm -hmm. and it's, the book isn't the main thing at their table right they have like another product to to draw people in and then they're like hey check out oh you oh you're wearing a, a gears of war t-shirt you must like comic books you like mm -hmm. my book and i always feel so bad it's like i just wanted to look at your buttons bro i didn't want to <laughs> I'm sure he looks very nice. I just, you know, not looking for another Ain't book for to read right now. Yeah. All right. I think that's ReviewParty.com. That is. As far as I'm aware, that was an episode of ReviewParty.com. As far as I'm aware, we got new episodes every Tuesday, Reviews Day. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday, Reviews Day. If you'd like to send in a funny review like Matt's ex-girlfriend or, <laughs> or Jacob, Send it to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include your name so we can throw you credit. Send a hyperlink, a screenshot, whatever you got to do to get that bad boy to us. If you want to reach out to us on social media, do it. That's how, that's how unnamed sources send us reviews sometimes. <laughs> uh, at reviewparty.com on TikTok and Instagram. At reviewpartypod on Twitter X. And find us at reviewparty.com.com. Where you can read the blog, you can find new listening platforms. If yours, if you got an email that your favorite listen Google Podcasts is dying, for instance, guess what? 
you can go on our website and find a new place to listen. You don't need to go to to necessarily Potsify or uh, Snapple podcast. You can go to to, to some niche niche cool indie a cast all sorts of fun stuff do it there there's a blog there's a shop there's blue stuff go to our website yeah those indie podcast places need your business (laughs) they need it the like apple has such a monopoly on it and with good reason you know it's a good service everything's there hard to say no to and then what i feel like spotify's got all the scraps what's left the scraps are already being chomped up by billion dollar contract with Joe Rogan, Spotify. Where's our billion dollar contract? Uh, hey, Come on. our theme song, Bread for Breakfast. Nice song, right? The homies, Nosebleeds, let us use it because they're the homies. Uh, check them out on Spotify. Nosebleeds, one word. Uh, I got a review here to finish us off. I forgot about Let's it already, it. but it, it, it almost made me laugh. I, allegedly. Uh, this is a Amazon review for the audiobook Truth, a brief history of total bullshit, narrated and authored by Tom Phillips and published by Harlequin Audio. Moonstruck 216 titles their review, Oh, the power of BS. <laughs> they write, the most powerful force in the universe is BS. This highly enjoyable book will serve as proof of that five stars. You creep me out. 